You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get a different angle and listen to the host. Of the better angle. It's Women of Wagertainment Wednesday on the Daily Tip. Here to lay down the law. Very grateful to you, Constable. Thank you, Constable. With her favorite picks for today. Miss Clark. She fires. And goes! It's Kate Constable. And may the Schwartz be with you. Double D, you should be proud of me. I missed Kate intro, her intro, I think like three weeks in a row. He was like, Jinx, for the love of God, <laughs> please, please get in Kate's intro. I worked hard on it. It's very good. And now I've done it like two weeks in a row. I'm on a heater. She is the host of The Better <laughs> Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East on BetQL, also on Twitter and TikTok. Kate, good morning to you. Do you have a, an opinion one way or the other on Nickelback? Do you even care? Oh, so, okay, you know that my pop culture skills are not great, but Nickelback back in the day, oh, that was fire. I mean, I, I'm sure I drove around yeah. after my high school boyfriend broke up with me, just blasting Nickelback, like probably <laughs> crying. It was, uh, you know, I have some good times with Nickelback, for sure. All right, very good. I like to hear that. This is, I did not expect a bunch of Nickelback love on this show, but you know what? We'll take it. <laughs> What do you love when it comes to the NBA playoffs? I guess I'll start with, gosh, where do I even begin? Let's begin with just a general topic, which is LeBron James and saying after the series, after being swept by the Nuggets, that he is, he has a lot to think about. He has a lot to think about. He said that a few times. Do you believe, following the NBA in the way that you do, that LeBron is seriously considering walking away and retiring? No, absolutely in no way, shape, or form is LeBron <laughs> retiring after this season. I mean, he's said so many times that he wants to play with his son, Bronny, and he set up his contract in L.A. so he can move to whatever team can be a free agent when Bronny uh, first has the ability to enter the league. He's going to be a freshman at USC, obviously has to play one year there, um, and then could come into the league. So that's one factor right there. Two, you don't think LeBron wants like a farewell retirement tour? He's going to want that for sure. So for him just to bow out this quietly, um, no, I don't believe that either. And the guy is very smart. you got to give him that. He gets swept in, in the uh, Western Conference Finals, and he flips the narrative to – him possibly retiring. Not the fact that his team just got swept, not the fact that the Nuggets are a far superior team than the Lakers, but that he might retire. So now we're not talking about the success of the Nuggets. We're not talking about the lack of success for the Lakers. 
we're just talking about LeBron and he orchestrated all of that perfectly. So I don't think he retires. I think he waits and, and does try and play with his son once Bronny's able to come into the league, but we will definitely be seeing LeBron James on the floor next year. Oh, for sure. LeBron loves attention way too much to go down yeah. without a retirement farewell tour. So I think you're spot on there. Kate, you're not a, afraid to be contrarian. We saw it yesterday picking the Celtics. You and PJ were like alone on Celtics <laughs> Island, but it was the right call. So talk us off the square play in this next game because I feel like it's super square, but you see the Heat getting seven and a half points in this game against the Celtics, and I want to run and put all of my money on the Heat getting seven and a half. What am I not seeing here? I've already run and put all my money on the Heat seven and a half, Chelsea, so <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, Jimmy Butler said after the game, he was asked in his post-game press conference, "Do does this build momentum for Boston? And he shut that down immediately. He said, no, it's going to build more momentum for us. It's going to motivate us more. <laughs> and you think about that with a team, I don't know, any team other than the Heat, and maybe Boston does have a little bit more momentum going into game five. But the team, the Heat and the team culture that they have, I, I totally believe Jimmy in that this is going to motivate them even more and we get a solid performance um, from the Heat in, in game five. So I've already bet them. I wouldn't uh, discourage anyone from even taking them on the money line. I think the Heat uh, finished this series five games. One good performance, and, and I mean, it was a second-half performance from Boston. All of a sudden, all the narratives throughout this entire series have flipped and Boston is back being the team that, that can be the first team to come back from down 0-3. I just don't see that happening. And there's been so many, you know, coach, whether it's coaching or motivation or, you know, team chemistry issues with the Celtics, that one win is not deterring me from uh, betting on the Heat to not only cover this, but probably advance after game five. We're Chad McKay Constable, host of The Better Angle, each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East on the BetQL Network. Follow her on Twitter and TikTok as well. Nice and easy. Kate Constable. Kate, when you look at maybe player props in this series, and the reason why I asked this is Chelsea and I were discussing this earlier. When the Nuggets played the Lakers, I, I love LeBron, even though it's hard to find value in these superstar players, just because I knew the one guy that I believe will show up even if they lose, will be LeBron. LeBron will ball out, and he did. But it's hard for me, at least, to apply that principle to, say, Jason Tatum. In theory, sure, he could. But he's not LeBron. He doesn't have that playoff history. If you're looking at player props at all in Celtics heat, is there one player that you feel like you can rely on? Or do you have to go deeper into the market to find any sort of value just because the superstars, at least for the Celtics, have been so inconsistent? Yeah, I don't I don't know how to play anyone from the Celtics. I shouldn't say I don't know yeah. how. I don't really want to, right? Yes. I, I mean, they have been so inconsistent as a team that if I'm going to play any props, I'm going to look to the Miami Heat. And, I mean, why not Jimmy Butler? Closeout games um, in this postseason, 42 against the Bucks. He had 24 against the Knicks, and that was pretty much his lowest. And then 29 yesterday against the Celtics. And, yeah, they didn't win that game, but he still put up 29 and nine rebounds. So I would look back to Jimmy Butler. He's going to be the one to get this team going uh, in game five. Caleb Martin has also been so good throughout this mm. series. I mean, 16 points, 18, 25, 15 
over the last four games uh, throughout the regular season. I mean, I'd have to go back and, and look, but he's not averaging that many points. Actually, I'm looking right now. He's averaging 9.6 throughout the regular season. So Caleb Martin has all of a sudden come alive. His confidence has skyrocketed and he's been a, I mean, outside of Jimmy, I would argue that he's been the best player on the floor for the heat this series. Mm-hmm. So looking at props for him, he and Jimmy would be the two that I um, have my eye on. Yeah, Caleb Martin, one of my NC State Wolfpack. <laughs> the one that got away because he went to the other Wolfpack. I believe he transferred to Nevada. That's how it goes for NC State fans. Uh, but let's look <laughs> at the bigger picture here because the Celtics and Heat matchup is very entertaining just because of Jimmy Butler, I feel like. But can anybody match up against the Denver Nuggets? They have looked so dominant this postseason and this regular season. Even does it matter who comes out of the East? Do you think it's the Nuggets that win it all? Or do you think one of these teams could possibly present a matchup problem? I think both of them could present a problem in their own way. I mean, the talent of the Celtics is more Mm -hmm. so, you know, similar to the Nuggets. But the Celtics have shown in this series that they lack kind of some of the intangibles, the coaching, the motivation, the consistency, whereas you're going to get that from the Miami Heat. And so... What's made the Nuggets so successful, obviously they have the talent. They have Jokic and Murray and and Porter and and so many um, players that can step up and some depth. But they also have team chemistry, and they've talked about that a lot. Like, they're a very connected team, and that's what you get from the Miami Heat. So I almost feel like the Heat could give the Nuggets more trouble than the Celtics because of that. Um, Once you get to the, the, the finals, yes, talent matters a ton, but it's a lot of those intangibles that matter too. And I think the Heat are have more of those than the Celtics do. And so therefore they could probably give the Nuggets a little bit more of a run for their money. But Denver is still um my favorite to win it all and who I think mm-hmm. is the best team remaining out of these three. Okay. I we assume that the Heat are going to advance the NBA finals. I mean, they should because you know the stat. Teams down 3-0 in the playoff series, 0-1-150 all time, coming back from a deficit like that. So let's assume we see Heat and the Nuggets in the NBA Finals. And And I'm with you. I love the Nuggets. I love the way they're playing. Could you make a case for the Heat, or what would be your best case for Miami finding a way to win this thing? I don't really see it, but then again, Miami has surprised us every step of the way thus far. Yeah, that would be my only case, Jenks, is that they, yeah. they're they a playing team. The eight seed, they were, what, a couple minutes away from losing to the Chicago Bulls in that second play-in game? So they've defied odds this entire postseason. I, I just – you can't put it past them completely. Coaching-wise, I mean, Michael Malone is – a great coach and he's far better than Joe Missoula, but he's still not Eric Spolstra. So the heat have yeah. the coaching advantage with Spolstra on the sidelines and you have the, the heat culture, the dog mentality, Jimmy Butler, all of that stuff. And that goes once again, a, a long way, but I, I think Denver is the far more talented team. Um, and they show that against a, a very good Lakers team. Like just cause they swept the Lakers doesn't mean the Lakers weren't a really good team. Um, so I think this is the nuggets series to lose if they do in fact play the heat, but with what Miami has done this postseason, knocking off the number one seed in uh, five games, I, I just don't, uh, you can't put it past them completely. Like you can't count them out um, in that series if they do in fact advance. All right, so we have a little bit of time left. We know you have been handicapping the WNBA this year. 
what's going on? I'm not going to lie. Haven't been following. What's a big game on the slate this week? Yeah, Chelsea, uh, my first three bets I placed yesterday, kind of waited a little bit to um, see what's going on. And I'm going to do that um, a little bit more. My unit size is a little lower in these uh, first couple of weeks with the WNBA. Essentially, there are two super teams in the WNBA, the Aces and the mm -hmm. Liberty. They've looked great so far. Tons of talent. The Aces play the Sparks uh, tomorrow. No games tonight in the W, but Aces and Sparks tomorrow. I would look towards the Aces there, pretty much whatever number it comes out at. I think that they they have so much talent on that team and they can run up the score. So one thing I'm going to be looking for when betting Las Vegas is some team totals, some overs, uh, things like that, just because they have so much offensive talent. So, um, you know, trying to find ways to, to approach these games in maybe different ways other than just betting the spread or the total um, and, and figuring out kind of which teams score a ton, which teams uh, are lower scoring because of their defensive prowess, things like that. Um, and a lot of good rookies this year. Zaya Cook on the Sparks. She's someone that's been exciting to watch so far. So a lot to look forward to very early in the season, but uh, plenty of basketball to come. Love that you're betting WNBA. And I'm going to do that as well as we get into the summer. She is the host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East on the BetQL Network. It is our friend Kate Constable. Kate, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.